Rubens Cobrinha Charles is one of the best jiu-jitsu competitors of all time. I think there's no way you keep him off your top three list, and I think there's a case to be made for the most accomplished competitor of all time honors for Cobrinha. Beyond that, he's a thoughtful and intelligent jiu-jitsu practitioner who thinks deeply about techniques as well as the best way to succeed generally. When Cabrinha went to the Alliance Champions Training Center in Greenville, South Carolina, we knew that we wanted to go down and train with him. Me and Lourdes decided to get a crew together and drive the eight hours round trip to train with one of the best ever and hope that he had some time to give us an interview. Despite the fact that he spent seven hours that day training and teaching, we still got to have three good questions with Rubens Cabrinha Charles. We're always going to try to get in-depth interviews with the best in the world, but sometimes the only time they have available is between seven hours of seminars. So we're grateful to Cobrinha for taking the time to answer our questions. And this might start our ongoing series of three questions with some of the best in the world. I'm grateful to Rubens Cobrinha for taking the time to teach us some jiu-jitsu and to answer questions from Lourdes and I. And here's our interview with Rubens Cobrinha Charles. So Lourdes gets two questions because she's more important than me, twice as important. But I, I only get one. But my one question is, you've just completed the Grand Slam. You've won every honor there is to win in jiu-jitsu, from gi to nogi, the Worlds, ADCC, the Pans. Of all those honors, what is the one honor you're most proud of? Uh, I'm, I'm super proud of the ADCC. And the reason why, and again, it's the one the title was missing in my career. Uh, and uh, again, I told you guys the story this, uh, at the seminar, and sometimes every seminar I go, I tell this story because, again, you can't touch people's life. Uh, I went over there the first year, I mean, two years. I wait and I trained super hard. I went to uh, Barcelona and I lost the final. And then I went back again, and then I went to another two years, and then I went to London. Uh, and then I lost again. I went all the way to the final and then lost the final again. So, um, then uh, people started telling me uh, I would not be able to make it because, again, the obligations we have, the family I have, the academy, the academy I have, uh, and I doubt on myself. It's, I mean, it's, we, are, we are human, and then we doubt on ourselves sometimes. We are, even like we are very positive, sometimes we doubt on ourselves. Anyway, long story short, I doubt on myself. I am home, and uh, I slept on it, thinking about it, and then I woke up in the morning, and I said, you know what? I cannot let people direct my life. I have to be, I have to be the director. And that's, a, that's what I did. And I went back, started training again. And another two years, uh, we went all the way to Beijing, China. And uh, I won. I fought for 45 minutes in the final, and then I won my first one. And uh, I waited for another two years, and then we trained, trained, trained. I went all the way to Brazil, and uh, we won the second one. And this year, we won once again the... Uh, the ADCC, which is three times in a row. Uh, and in doing the Grand Slam, uh, I plan it. I plan it. And if you ask me, Kobe, was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. Uh, I have been training since the last November. I didn't stop at all. Training, training, training. And then I went to uh, Europeans. And then we did the Pan Ams. Went all the way to Brazil, Brazilian Nationals. Uh, came back and then Worlds. And then straight to ADCC. I mean, no time to rest. Uh, and then now I'm teaching the, those seminars, which I love it. The most of uh, what, what touched my life right now is just come to the seminars and share right, my stories about uh, my competition and see if I can touch people's life as well. Because, again, if Cobrinha, uh, Cobrinha did what he did, I think anyone can do it. Anyone. 
So uh, going along with that, because like I know that you're very busy and like with all the competitions and the tournaments and then also having a family, um, what's the, what's, how, what is your training schedule looking like? So are there days when it's like really kind of crazy busy or if it's like um, the weeks before coming up to a tournament, do you find yourself maybe doing less curriculum and more drilling or maybe more sparring or like if it's, um, if it's off season, are you doing more curriculum or like what, it, how does your, how does your training schedule fluctuate depending on what your commitments are for competitions? If, what we do, we plan, right, the competitions. Uh, and then what we do, we drill first, right? If like I don't have that much time, let's say we drill, always drill. Drill is very important. People, some people say, no, I don't like to drill, but I see like some people, they don't like to drill. Drill in my eyes, it seems like, you know, they're, they're trying to find excuse, which I don't want to say they're lazy, but they're trying to find excuse. excuse. So I think we always have a time to drill just a little bit, just to get comfortable with those positions. And then after you drill, we do a specific training for those positions you just drill with, uh, just drill. Uh, and then after that, you can do the sparring session. But then we get someone say, but I don't have that much time. I can't do uh, a drill, uh, a live training, sparring session. And then we do drill a bit and specific training. And then the next, next day, you can drill a bit, a sparring session. Right? So you can always mix it up, mix it up. Uh, and always you find a way you know, to keep improving. To keep improving. So just make sure, make sure that don't try to find excuse. Try, that's what I, I try to tell people. Try to find you know, time. Whatever time you have, try to manage your time. If you can manage your time, you'll be able to drill, and you'll be able to do the life position training, and then you'll be able to spar. Right? And also, don't forget to be flexible. Because again, flexibility helps us big time. Today we had the, the, the cup of uh, flow, which is just to give the, the, the people an idea uh, what I have been doing my whole life. That's the reason why I still compete in this day in adult. It's just because of my flexibility, my mobility. Um, uh, and I, I, if I, I could, if I want to, to compete in 240, I'll be able to compete in adult at 240, right? Uh, but that's, you know, what I tell people as well. Always try not to find excuses. Try always, you know, find a way, find a way. Find a way not to drill, find a way to do life position training, find a way to do a sparring session. And there is always a way. So I, I guess my next question kind of rolls into that because um because you've been able to do this for so long and you've been you you've had a long career with competing like how do you manage um having family i know that you have a family and you're running a gym and you even have pets and you have kids and so like how do how is it that you are able to manage all those things and um and still keep a competitive schedule uh it's to be honest i can't lie i can say it's easy no it's not easy having a family i have my cat because again i have my family I uh, have my wife and my son, and then I also have my another family, which is my academy. It's for me. It's I spend more time over there than at home, and then I have my puppies as well, right? My two dogs, which I love it. Uh, but then I I try to find a time. How do I find a time getting people around to help me? My wife helps me. My son helps me. Uh, my family, my other family, my academy, they understand that now I'm in the season of the competition and they can see like over there I'm grinding, training, and then they're always there to support me as well. When you get a support and love for others, you know, love you, I mean, it, you may, it's easier. Then it's, it makes it easier. But when you're doing by yourself and trying to figure out things on your own, it's quite complicated to do it. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time, spending the time teaching us capoeira, teaching us jiu-jitsu, and for taking the time to answer three questions with us. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Anything I can help. And once again, I want to uh, help as much as I can with my experience. If, once again, if Cobrinha, Cobrinha made it, anyone can make it. 
That's our show for the week. We're always going to try to get in-depth, hour-long interviews with the people we can, but we're going to start experimenting with these shorter shows, too. So if you liked this, please do feel free to let us know. You can email the show at cagesidewhup at gmail.com or get at us on Twitter at DWB Radio or Instagram at Dirty White Belt. My thanks to Rubens Cabrini Charles for a great interview and to everyone at Alliance Champions Training Center down in Greenville, South Carolina. Check them out if you're in the area. This is Dirty White Belt Radio. My name is Jeff Shaw. The co-hosts of the show are Lourdes Cantu and Betsy O'Donovan. Thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon and otherwise. Our Patreon supporters are Cody Malte, Carl Krebs, Betty Broadhurst, and Chris Holmes. We'll see you again next Sunday.